Hi, my name is Scott Schweitzer and I am the Clydesdale. My friends Amy Radowski, Charlie Yodi, Kat Shear love fitness as a sport as much as I do. We are all 40 plus Masters Age athletes who give all we have to lead a healthy, active life. We also want to bring you athlete interviews, human interest stories, and all the news surrounding the sport of fitness. If you like what you hear, consider giving us a five-star rating and writing a review. We are also available with full video on YouTube at the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast, as well as all traditional podcast platforms. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Clydesdale underscore fitness and friends. And now, off to this week's episode of the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast. Hey everybody, we are live again on YouTube, Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. We've got a full contingent of people this evening. Um, we have our normal co-hosts, Amy Radowski, Kat Shear, Charlie Odie, and then we have a special friend tonight, and that is Jason, Jason Franciosa, who is one of the co-owners and founders of Element 26 that you've been hearing about for the last, oh, about 30 days from us and all the great products that they have. So we want to get to know Jason a little bit and how he came up with Element 26, what it's all about, and some of the cool products they have uh, for you to check out on their online store. So Jason, welcome. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. So your background was military, right? You met your other co-owner in the military before getting together? No, so we actually went to university together. Um, oh, okay. We both went to UMass. We were college roommates for three years and we lived together for three years. Um, so because of that, it was a good testing ground to be business partners. Because I'm sure you've heard the analogy before, but going into business, someone's like marrying them. <laughs> so we already had a lot of the stuff worked out before it started. And so what you guys, what were you guys doing that made you want to get into a company like Element 26? Uh, yeah, so I'll do a real quick, like, brief background, and then it'll kind of make sense. Um, so after college, then I went to military, commissioned as an officer, spent four years in the military, uh, stationed out in sunny Hawaii, so no big complaints. Um, after that, I became what I call an accidental entrepreneur. I met a guy who wanted to start a company in Colombia, of all places. I moved down to Bogota, spent two years in Colombia, and got the entrepreneurial bug. Um, so that didn't end up working out in the end, came back to the US, had another company as a software thing. Um, but fitness has always been a passion and then especially being in the military and before that always doing this stuff. So I kind of wanted to do something in the fitness space and my business partner is a doctor of physical therapy, uh, Dr. Phil, anyone who follows our emails, I'm sure you recognize the name. Um, and he was into competitive powerlifting. So it was like, this just makes sense. Like I'll partner with, with him, we'll start a company. Uh, and when we started it, it was literally just like, what would we want? out of a fitness company. You know, at the time it wasn't super focused on like CrossFit or you know, functional fitness or anything like that. Cause we weren't CrossFitters. I mean, military training is a lot of crossover. Um, but at the time I hated CrossFit. I thought it was the dumbest thing ever because it was like all my soldiers that did it were broken all the time. They're always on profiles and you know, they had shoulder injuries and all this other stuff. I'm like, why would anybody do this? Um, so yeah, so we partnered up, we talked about it, and we're like, let's just launch this brand. Uh, came up with the name Element 26, which is the 26th element, which is iron, kind of where it comes from. 
um, which most people are like, what is that? And then they realize, like, oh, that makes sense. Um, so we launched it in 2017, and we developed our way of belt at the time. Um, we were the first people, when we launched on Amazon, which for us was like, look, there's this huge marketplace. Everyone loves to buy stuff there. Why fight the resistance of what everybody wants to do and try and do our own thing when we know that this is what makes people happy? Uh, so we launched there, you know, we came up with our self-locking buckle, which uh, at the time, you know, we saw it on Chic. Chic's belts have had it since like the 1980s. Um, like, look, that's just a brilliant system. It works great. Um, we wanted a uniform four inch profile, which is the standard in most competitions. Um, yeah, we built the belt for us. You know, we didn't, we didn't build it for someone else. Uh, we launched it and it was pretty much a kind of like a, pretty good success out of the gate. Uh, so we had good consistent sales right, right from the get-go. And we started talking to our customers. Um, and the people that were most vocal and most excited about our company, the brand, and the product that we launched was the CrossFitters. So we're like, look, let's figure out what this thing's about. Let's, you know, now that we have something out in the world, let's listen to the customers and see what they want. Uh, and that's when we started getting really focused on the CrossFit space because we realized that was our strongest customer base. Um, and then ever since then, we've been really focused in, in that functional fitness slash CrossFit Olympic lifting space. Um, and it's been amazing. It's a great, great person to serve. And they're really, really an incredible customer to have. I mean, we so... love to spend money on stuff. Right? <laughs> I mean, we love our gear. It's like, ooh. The more gear, the better. <laughs> yeah, it's passion for sure. Right. And so when, if you have a good product and a good brand and you take care of your people, they are just your best marketers ever because they're going to go and preach to the world about you um and our grips have just blown up because of that we get one person to try them in a gym or in a box and then the next thing i know i have the owner calling me saying hey uh, everyone in my box uses these grips <laughs> <laughs> so it's really cool to see that and really get to serve the the, the athlete um, and see that feedback so where does the innovation come from because you guys there's always a tweak to whatever you're bringing out. It's a little bit different than what already exists. And um, whether you're compiling something like the belt from somebody else and some different things or the grips that are very different than anything else I've ever seen. Um, yeah, we don't ever want to just copy something. Like just what's called white labeling is like you just take your logo and you put it on something that's already out there. To me, you're not bringing any innovation. You have no unique difference in the marketplace. Um, you know, nothing we're doing is like groundbreaking. We're not inventing the first weightlifting belt and like that, but it improves it in a meaningful way for the specific person. Uh, and so where does that come from? It comes from everywhere. Um, so we get a lot of good ideas just from our customers, like talking to them. And you ask them like, you know, what is the biggest issues you have with this product? Or like with grips, you know, the biggest issue is like they slip. So you have to use a ton of chalk and you like slide off the bar all the time. And then, you know, you look like Scarface because you got white everywhere. And, uh, and then with COVID, when that hit, then you couldn't have chalk in a lot of gyms because it's not very sanitary, right? Um, so we look at that and like, okay, well, how can we solve that problem? So then we work with our manufacturers and um, we're very fortunate that we have uh, another business partner. He's a minority owner, but he, he was like our entry into the CrossFit space because he had his own CrossFit box. Um, and I served with him in the military. We were the one that served together. Uh, Jason as well is his name. Um, and he has a good friend who was actually living out in the Middle East. Um, so we have a U.S. military veteran team that lives in the Middle East and runs all of our factories out there. 
which is amazing because we can innovate very quickly. We can test a lot of materials. And we have direct communication with our, our manufacturers, our, our factories. Uh, so they know like all the materials in the market. Like they work with stuff every day. So we're like, look, here's what we need in a material property. What do you have to offer? You know, so then we can get really unique samples made, things that like your competitors are being thought of. Um, and then they copy us six months later. But that's what. <laughs> yeah. So where I first heard of you was thumb tape. And as crazy as that sounds, like you have a thumb tape that's very flexible, but yet sturdy enough to protect the, uh, the thumb. So is how did that take off, right? Because there's a lot of thumb tape out there. Again, it's just that minor refinement. You know, there's a lot of tape out there, but usually there's like a, a butt to it. Like, yeah, this one's good, but it's too stiff. Or this one's good, but it leaves the white residue all over my finger. Or this one's good, but it peels off whenever it gets sweaty. Um, so we just really look at that feedback. Of, you know, what is the things that people complain about? How can we solve it? And the tapes, honestly, are our most difficult one to actually explain to customers. Like, this is a really good tape. Because at the end of the day, it's tape, right? Like, you put it on, and you just hope it stays on. And then at the end of the work, you throw it away. Um, yeah, so that's probably like our hardest challenge with that because it's you have to really try it to understand how different it really is. Uh, it's hard to explain that in like marketing or images or video, like awesome like that. Yeah. Well, the one that there's, I know there's two products I definitely want to touch on before we let you go in. The one is the, um, uh, they're the, the barbell wraps, the, I, I don't I can't remember the exact name. But it holds the barbell on the, the rig so you can do low bar, bar work. Yeah. Yeah. So that one, um, our business partner, Jason, again, he actually invented that. So we're actually going through the patent process on that right now. Um, and again, it was just to solve a pain point. They were doing a lot of low bar work. Um, and he's a coach as well. So he was trying to do like muscle progressions on, for clients. And it's very difficult when the bar is way up there. So it's either you got to like get boxes or he's like, why don't we just do it lower? Um, and for some things, you can just put the bar in the rig and you know just lean this way. But if you want to swing into it, it's going to come flying off the rig. So the old way was use bands, but then their bands were getting all chopped up and stretched out, and those things are expensive. Um, so he's like, "This is there's got to be a solution to this." So we just invented it. I know Cat loves hers. She got a pair at the Masters Fitness Collective, uh, and has been using them ever since. Oh, cool. You're on, you're on mute, Kat. It took me a little bit to memorize how to do it, right? To put them, to put them on, but you guys have lots of information to help people to figure that out. And then once you, once you do it a few times, you're good to go. But yeah, I use it a ton. Awesome. And the last thing I want to talk about is probably the most innovative. And that is the rip repair that you guys have developed. Um, I know right after we talked, Amy, we had a round table and Amy came on and had just ripped open bad uh, that, that afternoon. Um, and so I was telling her about it, but I think it's the most, most innovative thing you guys have on the market right now. Yeah, it's a really cool product. Um, so we worked hand in hand with the manufacturer uh, to get this out. And I mean, it's basically medical grade super glue. Um, essentially is what it is. It's the best way you can really explain it. Cause you know, you put it over a you can put it on beforehand too. So if you know you're going to a big workout, you're going to tear it. This almost acts like a grip um, where it'll help protect the skin from tearing, which is the, to me the best part. But most people think of it just as kind of the after the fact. But then after the fact, you put it on, it creates almost like a second layer of skin. 
um, but it's actually durable and it won't peel off and it doesn't sting like crazy like you know some other previous options out there which were not really designed for this application. Um, the only thing is this doesn't have an antiseptic so if you do use it make sure you clean that wound out very well before you put it on because whatever is underneath there is going to be stuck there for like five days. Uh, so um, yeah but it's amazing at the when we were at the CrossFit Games we had so many athletes coming down from the rope climbs their hands just torn up like we had one lady just like uh, she tore up on the rope climbs, was a master's athlete, couldn't sleep the whole night because her hands were stinging the whole night. She came to us the next morning. We patched her up. She went and slept and came back and like thanked us. She's like, I could finally sleep because I had something to actually cover up these wounds uh, and it made it comfortable and I could touch things again. Um, so it's a really, really cool product. I'm excited about it. So where can people find more out about what you guys have going on? Uh, Instagram handles, Twitter, what uh, website, whatever you got. Yeah, so element26.co. Unfortunately, we don't have the M. We're fighting for it, but right now we don't. So remember, no M, element26.co. Um, on Instagram, it's at element26.co. Uh, and then sign up for our emails. So my business partner, Phil, writes all of our emails out. And this, we do very little like marketing to our own detriment, very little actual like, marketing stuff. He just writes amazing emails, whether it's telling stories or whether it's, uh, you know, he's a doctor of physical therapy. So he talks a lot about like rehab and prehab and, um, you know, some equipment usage in there, but really it's just like uh, incredible stuff that you're going to want to know. So sign up for emails. And you can do yeah. that through the website? Yeah, on the website, you'll see like a pop-up come up, just put your email in or anywhere. Um, yeah, and that's and it. And I do have to commend you on those emails. They are, it, you know, normally you get spammed from companies with, you know, check out this or, or buy this. Yours do not do that. They just, they are, it's just story time with Phil. <laughs> story time with Phil. We should start calling it that. It, yeah, and it is. It's, they're so good. We didn't want to be just another company that like, you either just get a push for a sale. It's like, look, buy this or, hey, you know, our stuff's great, but we don't think it's that great. So we're just going to discount it all, right? You know, here, take 20% off because it's not really worth what we say it is. But we have really good prices. And we have really good products and we know what they're worth. Uh, and we'd rather provide value through our emails instead of just trying to push product on you. So yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Well, I just want to thank you, Jason, for jumping on with us tonight. Uh, we'll try to do this periodically and maybe focus on some products uh, more in depth in the future um, and maybe introduce us to some of the other co-owners uh, and partners and, and we'll get to know you guys a little bit better. Sounds great. Yeah. Uh, I feel like come on next time. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. All right. Bye, have Jason. a good night. Have a good night. Awesome. Uh, I love partnering with good guys and, and he is definitely one of those good guys. Are you guys there? Okay. So we also um, have another partner and that is RX Smart Gear. Uh, we did a drawing two weeks ago um, and that person we have not, we have reached out to several times through both Instagram and YouTube and there's been no response. So our rule is if you don't respond within two weeks of the drawing, then we open up the drawing again for another winner. And so we are going to respin the wheel and see who is going to be our next winner of the free RX Smart Gear jump rope. Cat, it is spinning. And 
Kathy Hopkins. Kathy Hopkins. Kathy Hopkins. I hope Kathy Hopkins is easier to find. Yeah. I wonder if she's related to our friend. Bex? Oh, wouldn't that be funny? Yeah. yeah I don't know. Kathy Hopkins. So Kathy Hopkins, you have just won a customized RX Smart Gear Classic Jump Rope, and you can customize it in whatever shape, size, color you want. Those of you who did not win still want a jump rope, you can go to rxmarkgear.com, use the code Clydesdale15, and get 15% off your order for that classic RX Smart Gear jump rope or anything else in the store other than new releases and special editions. Very cool. So, and, we're, and we're marching up to the next century mark too, real quick, just to let you know. So we're giving away another one. Scott. Yes. Where are you going tomorrow? I am going to Austin, Texas. Why are you going to Austin, Texas? I am going to volunteer for the media team at the Rogue Invitational. And I got my assignment last night and I'm with the production team. I'm with the broadcast um, so I don't know what that all means, um, but it, it has under my, my title, like social media, um, broadcast at all. Nice. That's no so cool. You're going to learn so much. Yeah. That's what I'm looking forward to the most is just yeah. learning as yeah, much as I can from the experts. Yeah. Very um, cool. so I don't know if it's with CBS or if it's with the like rogue iron game. Mm -hmm. I think it's with the contracted people from CBS. Okay. Nice. So, cool. So yeah, super excited. Um, you know, hearing the lingo of like, hey, we ha we're having a pre-production meeting at this time and all this kind of stuff. And they're, they use call sheets, not like schedules. So cool. Yeah. Um, it's just, uh, yeah, I'm kind of giddy. I, I got to admit, like, yeah. this is as excited as I've been in a long time. Awesome. So much fun. So yeah. Um, speaking Ellis. of which, uh, someone was on a podcast and made predictions. I did, yeah. So just a couple hours ago, actually, I. Uh, well, I'd I love to hear about it, and then we'll make our own predictions. Well, there you go. Okay, so this was actually. Um, so I have three new friends across the pond, Jason <laughs> and um, Tom and Sam. And they run a plethora of podcasts over there, Chalking, Fitness, Plate, Stack, Chat. Um, Jason has a podcast with CrossFit Bath. Um, they're all super fun guys and know a lot about the sport. And we did, we went through our fantasy fitnessing salary cap picks for Rogue Invitational, where you have to pick three men and three women within a certain dollar amount. And the dollar amounts are assigned based on, I guess, their performance of the games or whatever else. And then we did a live draft within their league under fantasy fitnessing for the rogue invitational where in like a snake format. So like I was pick number one, so I got pick number one and then I got pick number eight or seven and then eight and then back again until three men and three women were picked. So it kind of, you know, it wasn't my predictions and who I was, who I think is going to win, but it was more just like who was left that I could pick yeah. on my team that I, that I thought might do well. Um, and so you guys can, I think uh, they have a, 
Well, we have a group on fantasy fitnessing, right? Yeah. So we should talk about that. Like if you guys, if our listeners want to get in on the salary cap one and we can sort of compete against one another, you can go to the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends um, League. I believe it is. And, and join that. I don't think you need a code or anything for that. Right, Scott? Mm. Just no, I don't think so. Join. So that'll be super fun. Um, and yeah, and then we just, and then we went through the draft, like a, that, that style. It was really fun to, you know, meet some new people in the space. And, um, you know, we, like we usually do, we got to talk off the record afterwards, just a little bit about, you know, the people that we talked to and the things that we do in the space. And it was just, uh, it was a lot of fun, very refreshing. Pat, before you tell us your predictions, I need you to turn your head real quick. I need to see your nose ring. Oh, it's really dark. It's a hoop. Oh yeah, I got the hoop finally. I haven't seen it as a hoop. Yeah, um, this is like my fifth iteration of the hoop. And I've, the last two times I actually changed it myself. Didn't oh, have to go go back to the guy and get it done. But this last time I really, uh, I hurt myself when I did it. <laughs> oh. It's pretty sore. But uh, I think I might have to just go back to my guy, Evan, and, and have him change it. But yeah, thank you. Cute. We have Jason Croxon on who's saying hello. And is that one of the guys that you did the podcast with? Uh, it might be. I don't, I don't know the last names, so maybe. Yeah. I know one of them was Jason, so I'm. Yeah. But so who, who do you got? Who do you got in your. uh... Um, So my salary cap um, pick, I have Mal O'Brien, Emma Carey and Daniel Brandon on the women's side. Um, I didn't go with the obvious T. I wanted more breadth of, you know, Mm -hmm. money. I didn't want to just go with the obvious. Um, and then on the guy's side, I have um, uh, Lazar, Jukic, Travis, Mayer, and Justin Daros. Justin was my most expensive pick. Yeah, Murph's talking about that right now. And Murph Jason is... did say that it is him from the podcast. So, nice. so cool that yes, he could join us. Fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So those were my salary cap picks. And then I think on the draft, I didn't write it down, actually. Um, but let me think. On the women's side, I got the first pick, so I got Tia, right? Kind of a no-brainer. And then I ended up getting Danielle, Brandon, and Emily Rolf. Um, and I thought Emily Rolf deserved a chance because we didn't really get to see her at 100% in the games. Yeah, yeah. Um, because of her whatever, E. coli or nonsense. Yeah, so, and, yeah, and so, the injury. Yeah, right, exactly. So I thought she would be a good pick for that. And on the men's side... I got Travis again. I got Gee. And I got Jeffrey Adler. All the strong people. Yeah. They're very strong people. So you're looking for that one rep max? Hey, you know, yeah, yep, that and, and all the other heavy stuff. We'll have to see how they do. I want Travis to do well. And I think Lazar has, you know, he learned a lot at the games when we talked to him about sort of the things where he went out too hot or he didn't pace correctly and things like that. I think he's going to apply all those things to uh, to his training going forward. It's funny because right before we came on, I was watching the Rich Froning with Sevon podcast, uh-huh. and he he let it slip out of the bag that Lazar is coming to Cookville. Oh, he did. Okay, he did. Well, and, have it, folks. And uh, Sevon was like, "Are you supposed to be telling me this?" And he goes, "Well, I guess I already did." So. Oh. Um, so, and that Guy is already there and that he is going to p- do the full season in Cookville. Nice. And that both of them, he was talking about how Lazar and Haley are very similar athletes. Oh, really? And, and that they both can grind and they can go long Metcon 
but they need to sacrifice some of that this year if they want to get stronger. Okay. And that they're both willing to do that this year, which Mm -hmm. I thought was a pretty cool insight. Yeah. And just so you know, he also mentioned on there that he is only doing two of the three Legends events. Yeah. um, At Rogue. Uh, He has to leave Sunday morning because he is going to trick or treat with the kids. Oh, that's nice. That is approved. Yeah, right. Exactly. I'll (laughs) allow it. But Charlie, he, what were he you about and Spieler did all the programming too. Yeah, yeah. Charlie was about to say something before. Go ahead, Charlie. No, I wasn't. <laughs> okay. So, Charlie, who do you like this weekend? My guy, Gee. He's going to win it. Mm. Just like I picked in the event, you guys you tried did. to take my win. Yes. Uh, he is going to win again. That's because you changed it mid, he mid did. event. He did. False. Bye. <laughs> My word against yours. Okay. Amy, who do you got this weekend? I I'm giving Carrie some props because 100%. I, I mean, she didn't get to come out at the games, and this is her last big event, and I think she's ready to, to do what she needs to do. Um. And I just, I love Patrick Vellner. I just love him. <laughs> I so I'm just well. excited for him, but. Yeah. Carrie would have been my pick if I um, got a better draft uh, order. Like if I could have picked Tia and Carrie, because Carrie's going to crush it. She mm-hmm. know nothing but train. Yeah. Yeah. I think I am going to go Kristen Holta. Mm. For the same reason, right? Same I mean, reason. It's yep. kind of her swan song as well. Yep. Yeah. And it's from the way the events look, I don't see like anything super heavy. Yeah. And it just seems to be, play, it would play into like her or Christy or yeah. Carrie, like that that group, I think have be a, a pretty cool good story chart. too for Kristen because she's just kind of played second fiddle her whole career. So, that'd yeah, be so nice I'm going to go with Holta on the women's side and. I think I'm going to sleeper pick Sam Quant. He's got something to prove. He got to go home to train and he's not in Boston anymore. Back oh, with really? the family. Um, yeah, because of whatever is happening is, is allergenic, allergenic. Energetic, oh, okay. Um, to him. Oh, and so okay. they, they decided he needed to go back to Washington and train where he doesn't get the episodes. Yeah, the air is clear. And so, um, yeah, so he is going to, that's my sleeper pick, that he needs to prove something. And he had a, a, a big off season because of being eliminated early and he's good, the most fresh. I wonder who's coaching him now because wasn't Harry sort of his coach? Him and Amanda. Amanda. Let's talk about that. Where's Harry going? Don't know where he's going, but he ain't here no more. So he got, the nice thing is he got the first, he got to talk about it himself, which is quite nice. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he controlled the narrative. Well, to the extent that he wrote it, but I mean, let's see right. he wrote it. So two things. That is number one, a big loss for Comptrain. Huge. But he got to have a plan. Like there's something where we... We just don't know yet. So I'm. Well, and people really like him as a coach. 
great. He's a great guy. Just yeah. from totally. what I've seen and heard, I don't know yes. firsthand. Well, and, and the few like times, them. the few times we've got to chat with him, like, well, that's true. We did, yeah, we did. Talk well, I think he's like super. He's super nice. He's not very like exuberant, or uh, yeah. he's very leveled, uh, very Lucky. measured, yeah. um, but very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe we can uh, we can talk to him. Yeah. I mean, we have this platform, right? True. Yeah. I'll we're not, we're not going to have the. Uh, Ohio dark horses of Christie and Saxon. You know what? I, I think both fields are so stacked. I, I, it's like anybody's, uh, you know, anybody is like one trip in a burpee away from like taking last place or first place. I feel like yeah. it's, it, it's going to be, you know, aside from Tia, who's just kind of a shoe in, um, I think it's anybody's, anybody's podium really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in my heart would pick Saxon and Christie every time. I'm just sure. trying to be, I'm trying to go outside of that box. Yeah. Um, and I'd like to see Emma. I think Emma's got a lot to prove. I think Emma has a lot to prove to herself. Um, and I think, you know, that girl is like hyper-focused. Um, and this is her first of, you know, three competitions, big competitions sort of close together before the open season. This is she going to Dubai? Shot. Yeah, and Wanapusa. Okay. It's funny. I, I hate to keep bringing up the froning thing with, with Sevon, but Sevon approached him with, back in the day, you told Easy that one of the reasons he wasn't doing well is he was doing too many competitions mm-hmm. and not focused enough on training. And and Sevon said, Haley's doing all of these, right? And It's different now. And, and what's the difference? And Rich is like, money. <laughs> back then totally. easy was making like a tub of protein and a couple hundred bucks and now you're talking tens of thousands of dollars per competition yeah and the exposure now too versus what it was then it's just yeah it's kind of like a prerequisite for if you want to be in that elite status you need you need that exposure as well and i would say that because the competition is getting so much harder they need to be training and competing against each other in order to continue to get better Right. It's that experience, the, the, right. The, the experience in competition is way more important now than it seems like it was back then. Yeah. I agree. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he, he said, it's a pro sport now. It's not a go have fun sport. It is a pro sport and you need to make the money where you can. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. rogue is giving away $250,000 to the winner. It's almost the games. Yeah. <laughs> it is better than the games because you're, you know, it's only three days, <laughs> it's yeah. only, you know, fewer events and, and you probably and get treated rogue. a little better. You get lots of rest in between and you're not shuttled around. And yeah, it's like from an athlete perspective, it's probably a better experience. And even Haley said on her episode that like, they're paying for the travel. Like yeah. there's no expense to her to go. Nope. They know how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. They need to take over. I'm with you. Take over the world. Yeah, that'll be fine. They, they have the means. But they just need to let me come and do media next time. <laughs> it's also what they need to do. So uh, so there's that. Anything else big in the CrossFit space before we get to our fun stuff? I mean, can we talk about CrossFit Clarity for a second? Yes. Oh, I didn't know if Did we had you a full get your space? Yet. 
Well, we are like one signature away from a signed letter of intent. Um, I have contractors going in next week to look at the plumbing and the build out that I would like to do. And, you know, hubby's on board with the, with the vision. So it's exciting. I think it's happening. Um, it looks, it's looking like uh, February 15th at the latest. To so move in time or... for the open grand opening. That's awesome. Yeah. Come yeah. do an open workout in a new space. There you go. My head is spinning um, <laughs> with between like picking a system and doing blueprints and trying to budget money for equipment. And I've gone through like a rogue wish list 18 times and like taking things out and putting them back in and taking them out. It's like, I don't really need all so, those kettlebells. You know, I don't really need eight rowers. I can probably only, I probably only need four for now. And it's just like, it's such a mind F, <laughs> you know, it's crazy. So do, will you keep your home gym ish? Like will you keep some, okay, no, go on. So. it's going to be a garage. The cars are going back in the garage. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> cars going back. I don't oh. think, yeah, I don't think anything. We might keep the stall mats just to keep the floor nice for the cars, but yeah, everything's gone. Are you, are you a bit sad about that or? No, I didn't use it. I didn't use it. I mean, I use it because I'd have clients and, and I'd work out every once in a while, but now I'm just going to have to work out at 7 a.m. in my giant facility. <laughs> Your new home. My new home. Yeah. Scary. But super fun. Uh, yeah. That's Very super exciting. exciting. Yeah. Well, I, I, um, I got my test on my back. I, they did the nerve block last Thursday. Mm -hmm. Um all of the pain went away. Awesome. All of it. All, like never like this before, all of it gone. It only lasted 48 hours. So now we're back to where we were, but it's actually a little bit better than even before they did the nerve block. So now we know the permanent ablation is going to happen. Oh, got it. I thought the ablation already happened. So this was like the test before the procedure yeah. to make sure that it was the nerve. Correct. So we're hundred percent confirmed. It is the nerve and now they're going to kill the nerve. Right. So that you don't feel anything. Well, that's cool. Good. Yeah, it was like, I felt like I, th I told you guys, like they gave me prednisone. I felt like a superhero on Saturday. I wanted to just, um, rock the, the world. <laughs> I've got like two Charlies now. Sweet. Oh, there's a one with a face. Delete the other one. Can I kick out the one? We can see Charlie. Oh, now he's gone. Oh, oh, oh. just leave oh, it on gone. because we might lose it. There we go. There you go. Let's see, Charlie. Put your Hi. face back on. There. there you go. I'm trying. Okay. Just so yeah, super super excited about that. That's awesome. So how quickly can you get the ablation? So I my I have an, a follow up appointment on Tuesday when I get back from Rogue to start mm -hmm. that process. Good. Great. That's super cool. Yeah. But I've actually been able to do some workouts and stuff because everything is, uh, is better than it was. I'm just mm -hmm. afraid if I lift a heavy barbell again, like we're all, we're back right to where we were. And I yeah. want to get that fixed before I do that. Yeah. Just stick with some body weight stuff for now. Yeah. I've been doing light sandbag. Um, like I showed you, Cheryl made a workout for my dad. I did that one. Mm -hmm. uh, scaled with like ring rows and a 40 pound sandbag. 
Nice. Um, and it was good. So, yep. Very cool. Nice. Because the open is like, how many days? We should have a countdown clock for the open. Do we have uh, to? We have to get through the holidays like, first. It's only like three months away, like 90, 90 some odd days, 97 days. I think we can get through Christmas days. and then put the countdown up. I don't need the anxiety before Christmas. Hey, gotta start now. Start now, people. Guess guess who's gonna get to have to build this gym from scratch all during the holidays? <laughs> like I told Braden he's coming home like for a month at Christmas. I was like, well, you're building a rig and we're laying yeah. down flooring and painting and putting in tile in the bathroom. So you'll learn all that. So Charlie, how many days do you have till the gobbler games? Uh two weeks. Two weeks. Less than two weeks now. You ready? Absolutely. Is this a team thing, Charlie? It is. Okay. I haven't worked out that's in like hard. five weeks, but that's neither here nor there. Doesn't Isn't this the event last year that you um you swung on your pull-ups and mm -hmm. um had to do that hammer thing? The mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm -hmm. It was a complete disaster. But you know what? Why not go back and do it again? Back to the scene of the crime. Back to the, you make a name for yourself. You can't just not show up again. <laughs> Famous around those Lancaster parts. <laughs> I can't wait. You got anything going on, Amy? You just got back from Tennessee. I did. Uh, I went for, so we went hiking in the Smoky Mountains. And I looked for bears. I never saw one, but other people did. I'm annoyed. But they put me in charge of doing the hiking and finding where we were going to go. I took suggestions and then not everybody was happy with the options because it was 3.3 miles up all the way. And then we had to come back down. So it was a good three, three and a half hour hike. And uh, it was, it was not just a little walk. It was a hike, but it was, I loved it. I Are could have done your it. friends. Yeah. But they, some of them did not take advice and some of them wore brand new boots, mm. brand new, oh, brand blisters. new go ruck shoes has terrible blisters all over his heels. So, I mean, have, so what did you think of the go ruck shoes? Uh, they look, I mean, like combat boots, you know, um, but two of the people we were with were wearing them and they love them. Well, except for the one guy who just was breaking them in, but the other guy who has them love them. <laughs> Supposed to be getting a pair this week. Nice. So curious. Cool. Yeah. <clears throat> well, let's get to our questions, maybe. All right. <laughs> Let's do it. First one is, is it the documentary one? Yeah, yep. favorite like, CrossFit what? documentary of all time. Favorite CrossFit documentary of all time. Charlie, I know you got one. Charlie, you're going to pick the same one. Uh, I'm going to say, because for probably nostalgia reasons as well, uh, will be the Froning one. Because yes. we went and saw it at the movie theater we did got golden tickets from our friend my friend at the time amy before we were fighting yeah 
mm-hmm. and we were all there. It was early in my CrossFit days. Uh, it was a great documentary. And Heber was there. So, Heber was. was there. Early mm-hmm. Heber. Early Heber. Short uh, Heber. Less muscular Heber. Yeah. Yeah. Much no hair Heber. Yeah. Right. And Bill um, Henninger was there. Yeah. And and Rogue spokesman Sprinkles. Uh, yeah. And just Justin um, Berg wasn't he there? Justin Berg was there. Yep. Yeah. Cool. So that, yeah, that's also mine, so I'm going to jump in on that one, too. And I'm pretty sure I sat next to, Charlie, I sat next to your wife, and she was pregnant with one of your 50 kids, and I'm pretty sure she cried during the the documentary. She did, about the adoption part. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. yeah. I like, my, my favorite part is him talking about beating Sam Briggs for America. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. That's great. Kat, what do you got? Um, I remember a behind the scenes. It was probably 2016 or 17. The West, uh, the like the California regional. And it was behind the scenes and it was following Brooke Entz. And I remember she was getting super pissy with Marston like being a little like of a diva and you know it was just an interesting and I you know I'm a I was a huge fan of Brooke Entz at the time and I mean and I still am I don't really follow her that much now because she's not in the sport but I mean I was a I was a big fan of hers and I thought she was a you know phenomenal athlete and fun to watch and very charismatic and I thought it was intriguing that they showed sort of that angle of relationship where you know Marston's part of you know the CrossFit documentary team and she's an athlete and he's trying to comfort her and she's you know, not handling things so well. And, and it was just, it was just cool. I, I love drama, <laughs> you know, and it was kind of, it was a little bit like, oh, it makes me uncomfortable. You know, maybe it was a little too. foreshadowing. It could have been foreshadowing, right? Exactly. Yeah. But um, I've, I've gone back and watched that one many times because I just, uh, I like awkward moments. And that was epic for drama because it also had the jo- Josh Bridges story not making the games. Yeah, 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 because it was the two of them, right, that they followed. Yeah. Yep. And Bailey was in that, too, where he didn't make yeah, the he games. Was. But they, he, he wasn't actually a subject. He was just kind of like a... Was that the one where Josh was talking about um, how Dan Bailey got, like, blue ink on his couch or something? And he's like, he yeah. was talking to somebody, and he was like, you know, I know Dan got ink on my couch. And he's like, what do you mean you have two kids? And, like, they could have He's like, no, dude, like... You put you put ink on my couch. Maybe that was the whole start of their feud. You know, it was Barnacle Bailey. Barnacle, <laughs> yeah, Bailey. Barnacle Bailey. Yeah, yeah. So that's I, I don't know favorable like memorable one. I don't know that I have a favorite, but the one that I would like go back to, and I've I've watched a bunch of them many times, and I could still spend a weekend binge watching all of them. So I um, am going to go with it's. I'm glad you guys said Froning Four because really my favorite is the tandem of Froning Four and the 2014 games. The 2014 games was was done by a different crew than Heber and Mars because they were on the Froning movie, Froning. Mm-hmm. and it was really kind of the first road to the games ish because they actually the first half is following Kalipa and Lindsay Valenzuela and Sam Briggs not qualifying at regionals and all of that stuff that led up to that 2014 games. And then the epicness of 
Froning going for the fourth championship. And there were moments in that weekend that you didn't think he was going to get it. Yeah. Like yep, he had fallen sure. so far down and the drama of him winning every event on Sunday. Like I have goosebumps just now talking about it, winning every event on Sunday to fight, to get that fourth title yeah, uh, was epic. And, and that with the behind the scenes of that year was awesome too. And that was the year that like Camille did. I'm going to the dark place, shoving that sled up the mountain in yep. Colorado at, and at the chance. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Like it just was a, an awesome, all, all of that year was just really cool. You know, what cracks me up about that. If you go back and look at what um, Dave Lipson looks like then <laughs> deflated. <laughs> so weird. Like, Who is that guy? Yeah. He's had a couple Before different husbands. Yeah. yeah. And she looks right. great now. Yes, yeah, she does. I mean, she never didn't look great, but right. she looks extra great. <laughs> yeah. So the All second right. question is, you know, Rogue, we're going to the Rogue Invitational tomorrow. So Rogue does signature t-shirts for many of the Rogue athletes. What is your favorite t-shirt that they ever made? Kat. Uh, Margo Alvarez. Maroon. Mm-hmm. She's just a doll. I love her. I do too. She's just amazing. And she's going to be there the, as a legend. Yeah. And if I had to go like men's and women's, because I'm going to do that, um, Clang and Bang, Dan Bailey. <sighs> Dang you. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to pick, take it. Sorry. I just, that was, I had a man's and a woman's sort of in mind. Charlie, what do you got? I think I'm going to have to go with the uh, Bridges mustaches one. Mm. I think awesome. that that's a good play from yeah. just his whole yeah. thing. Yeah, that, that's a classic. Color was a little different, but. Mm -hmm. Amy? What do you think? Mind us. They don't make a Comporter one. one? No. Oh, it's not Comporter one. It's the Julie, Julie Fouché. Fouché one. It's the Julie Fouché, not the one that's behind you, not the boot one. But the one with the doctor, the J mm. and the F and the doctor behind her. Mm. Um, and she's even signed it. So oh, cool. But I still have it. I still wear it all the time. Yeah, my clang and bang is signed by Dan. Is it? Um, yeah. And so my so if since Kat took that, I will go with um, the, my mail will be, Rich Froning, the Galatian 614 shirt with the very muted rogue on the black. So it's like black on black, but just a different shade of black. Mm -hmm. And then um, and then the women's is my is the original Annie Thor's daughter with the female Thor on the back of the shirt. Oh, um, yeah. And then yeah, just yeah. and then just the uh, rogue on the chest, mm -hmm. uh, oh, you know, the good. pocket. I really like the thing that sucks is I really like the the wolf pattern that they have on the Katrin shirt, but I can't wear a Katrin shirt. The sled dog. Yeah, yeah. I love I love the design, but I just can't. I know somebody they got that that as a tattoo. The sled dog tattoo. Shut up. Not kidding. I mean, I do like I like that style of yeah. art, you know, for yeah, a tattoo, same. and I I like the idea, but I it's ruined for me now, so I can't do it. I think the girls were always better, had better pictures. Designs. Like the Lauren Fisher one with the big fish with the. Oh, yeah, that was cool too. 
Yeah. The guys were just like, yeah. Oh, Camille's sword. and Camille had the unicorn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were cooler. They were definitely more colorful. I think that Josh Bridges kind of went out of the, like that was the first male shirt to like actually have a big picture on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So <clears throat> we don't really have a guest get with uh, recorded for Monday. We have one scheduled for tomorrow that will be Monday. Mm-hmm. We can talk about what you say. We can say it. Yeah. Okay. You I you guys got her. Monica Greer. She's she's been pretty popular lately. Morning Chuckup did an article on her recently. She has been behind the scenes working her tail off. Um, I can't wait to talk to her. She's such a sweetheart and uh, just a real nice down to earth person. Um, who's is anyone joining me for that? Remind me of the time. 3.30? Nope, I'll be coaching. Charlie. I'm, I'm on a plane. I know you're on a plane. <clears throat> well, then it'll just be the two of us. That'll be fine. I might Figure something that. out. Charlie, I might show that. up. You gotta see your face. I know it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and she was just diagnosed with asthma, which her and I have in common. And uh, I know the pains of that. It's just awful. I'm excited to chat with her. She's she seems like really ready, raring to go too. You know, she's been she's been out of the competition game for a while in person. So I'm excited. And she'll be at Wadapalooza, right? She should be at Wadapalooza. Yep. She's just adorable. So uh best thing from the internet. Listen, I'm gonna give Chalk Llama some props because I've been sh- sharing 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 a lot of their memes but i guess i'm going to go with the one i shared today which was talking about uh nobody in the class knows where to turn around during the four uh meter warm-up run and it's all these like moves like where do we go <laughs> i'm just I'm going to chop yamas llamas chop yamas mm-hmm I'm gonna give props to someone I would never give props to normally, and that is Tom Brady. Uh, if you didn't see uh, the end of the Bears shellacking on Sunday um, with about 20 seconds left, there's a kid who was a cancer survivor who was yelling down for Tom and he went over and gave the, him the hat that he was wearing and a pair of gloves. Um, and the, the kid just lost it. Like he, it was like he got the greatest thing in the world. Um, and uh, Tom was like, you know, when you look at things like this, you, the things we go through are so minor. And I just wanted to give him a little special day. And so kudos to Tom Brady, um, even though he killed my bears on Sunday. <laughs> Did you post something about that? No, no, I, that you, was different. What happened, what happened with your Ashley thing? Your... Um... Your I bet lost with Ashley Kotler. I lost. I paid it off. And what'd you have to do? I had to go on Instagram and say that her quarterback was the greatest quarterback of all time. Who who was that? Aaron Rodgers. So you had to say what exactly? <laughs> I've said it. And it is okay. done. Okay, I was just checking. <laughs> I'm stalling really because I'm looking for a TikTok that I want to share with you guys and I can't find it. So do you have anything, Charlie? Uh there's this thing on Comedy Central that is called excuse me. 
Um, it is Snoop Dogg who is narrating. Uh, the, the show is called Plizanet Earth, and he is narrating different animals. That's like a, an animal show, but he's narrating. And it could be one of the funniest things I've seen in a long time. He did I mean, one with Kevin Hart, right? That was for the Olympics. Oh, okay. Okay. This is like animals in the wild, like, oh, that's a mongoose. He's about to attack an alligator. What what what's going on here? Hold <laughs> okay. up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> you have I'm gonna have to send it to you guys. You have to yeah, I want to see it. Plizanet Earth. Okay. Plizanet Earth. I love it. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked to you guys about the the big stick adventure with the dog, right? Yes. Dog that lives. Okay, that's so funny. Still makes me laugh every time I see them. Um, the, the new one is I've been following this minor league baseball team called the Savannah Bananas. Uh, I guess they're in Savannah, Georgia. I don't even know, but the 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 Sav Bananas is their is their thing, and it's just it's hysterical. They like mic people up, you know, mic players up, and they just don't take themselves too ser- seriously. And if you want a good laugh, that's a really good follow. The Sav Bananas. All right. Baseball humor makes me laugh. Well, we want to say a special thank you to Jason Franciosa from Element Twenty Six for joining us tonight. Uh, He was awesome. And you definitely have to check out their product at element26.co or element.26.co on Instagram. Uh, Also, RX Markier is is our title sponsor. Use Clydesdale 15 at checkout to get 15% off your order. And we have a winner, Kathy Hopkins, uh, who is our new winner. Uh, she has two weeks to respond to get the information to get her brand new RX Markier uh, jump rope from RX Markier. With that, we're going to say good night. Uh, and we just had people jump on live. Oh, yeah, now... let's, let's th- say thanks to Mama Schweitzer. Right. Thanks to Jason. Thanks to Teddy Williams and Sam LaRoche. Uh, Sam and Jason were from that podcast. And Teddy, of oh, course, great. is cool. a fan favorite. So thanks, yeah. guys. Awesome. Come earlier next time so we can chat. Yeah, awesome. See you guys later. Bye. See ya. Thank you for joining us on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends podcast. Remember, you can find us now on YouTube as well as all major podcast platforms. Please go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you use and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends.